please help to find Alanya Lenoir, aka Fruity. She's a young woman who is 24 years old, five feet, four inches tall, 120 pounds with brown hair and brown eyes. Last seen Saturday, July 30th, 2022 at 1660 Peachtree Midtown Apartments in Midtown Atlanta, Georgia. On September 20th, 2022, Fox 5 Atlanta published an update about this open and active investigation. Almost three months after Alanya's disappearance, Atlanta investigators now believe she may have been murdered and her body disposed of. But since no body has yet been found, we will remain hopeful and continue to look for answers as to her whereabouts. Investigators identified two suspects in the case who Alanya was known to have been last seen with, 29-year-old Deontay Reynolds and 29-year-old Stephen Obuite. Deontay Reynolds is currently being held in Fulton County Jail on unrelated charges, but Stephen Obuite is on the run and possibly in the metro Atlanta area. If you have any information regarding the case or Stephen Obuite's location, officers ask that you contact the department at 404-546-2472. Through social media, the family also asks that it that if you have any information, contact the Atlanta Police Department at 470-546-4235 and the Instagram page at finding underscore underscore fruity. Let's get to the show. Welcome to Lex Chat. My name is Lexi, singer, rapper, writer, recording engineer, model, all around entertainer. And thank you so much for joining me today. This show is dedicated to music and entertainment where we talk about the industry and the business and we help each other to become better artists. You can catch these chats live on Instagram at LexiATL. That's L-E-X-C-A-T-L on Instagram every Wednesday at 8 p.m. to be a part of the conversation, followed by Sexy Lexi after after hours at about 10 p.m. If you miss the live, if you miss the live, you can hear the replay on Mondays at 8 a.m. and Fridays at 9 p.m. on YouTube and anywhere podcasts are available. Whichever platform you're using, make sure you follow and or subscribe and like each episode or give it a rating to help the show get in front of an even larger audience. If you don't like waiting for replays and you want instant access to the content and personal access to me, go subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash LexiATL. That's patreon.com slash L-E-X-C-A-T-L and choose from three different tiers to gain early and exclusive access among other perks. This week on Lex Chat, we're going to talk about some uncomfortable truths. I myself got some unfortunate news a few days ago and in true artistic fashion, I wanna talk about it and I hope this episode can help you as well. So if talking about uncomfortable truths is something that you might be interested in or like me, you kinda like to poke the bear, then definitely stay tuned for the chat. All right, so let's check, let's check. Got some announcements. On Patreon, I have updated my tier system on Patreon. I am now offering three different tiers. We got gold, platinum, or diamond memberships. Gold is $5 a month, platinum is $10 a month, and diamond is $25 a month. Some perks include 
early and exclusive access to the content, priority for submitted questions and requested content. You get bonus content. You can feature on Lex Chat if you are an artist and you submit your music for Lex Rated. You will be guaranteed placement on Lex Chat featured. And you get monthly consultations, lessons, or in-person training for those who live in the Atlanta area. I do have some upcoming shows, well, possibly some upcoming shows in October. It's going to be in Tampa, Florida. I'm still waiting to get confirmation on that, whether or not I'll be able to attend and what the official dates and times and locations are. So stay tuned to Lex Chat to get more information on that and stay tuned to the website LexiATL.com to be updated on events or send me your number so I can add you to my text list. So I will text you every time I have some events coming up if you are in the Atlanta area. And sometimes, you know, I've been to Columbus, I've been to Tampa, I've been to DC, New York, Pittsburgh, Philly. Um, yeah, only place I haven't hit yet is like the Midwest and the West Coast, but you know, what's up Mixed by Black? What's up Clayton Walter? So Patreon, the way that it works is you go to www.patreon.com slash LexiATL. And essentially it's like being your own network. It's like being your own Netflix or your own Hulu or your own Disney Plus. Um, for me, I create content that's geared towards helping other music artists to become better artists. And I have a three tier program. So the lowest tier is $5 a month. Middle tier is $10 a month. And the highest tier is $25 a month. If you are looking to get people to subscribe to you, then you just gotta decide what kind of perks you want them to have. For me, uh, the main perks include early and exclusive access, priority for submitted questions and requested content. I provide bonus content um, and gear it more towards what people, what my patrons especially are requesting versus just content that I come up with. Um, and I offer feature on this show, Lex Chat, which is put on streaming platforms and YouTube, and I do put ads behind this. So people who submit their music to be reviewed by me, depending on which tier they're on, they get guaranteed placement on these Lex Chats. And that in turn, you know, helps with their marketing as well. So yeah, as well as one-on-one -on -one consultations for the highest tier that I offer. Um, that could be on the phone, that could be a video chat, or in person if they live in the Atlanta area. So. If you go to patreon.com slash LexiATL and sign up for one of those tiers to show your support, that would be greatly appreciated. And in turn, I will be pouring knowledge into you and helping you to learn things you wanna know about being in the industry, about music, about how to you know, get clients, how to build up your digital, your digital footprint. Digital presence is the word I was looking for, yeah. Um, but otherwise, if you're looking to start your own Patreon, then that's the basis of it. Think of it as you are Netflix, you are Hulu, you are Disney Plus, and you are asking for people to subscribe to you. You just gotta keep in mind that you got to constantly put out content and stay consistent with it. So that's the main thing I would tell for you, okay? Okay, all right, so where were we? Um, As you are listening to this, if you are listening to this on YouTube, after the live or on a streaming platform, then you can hear Motorboat playing in the background right now. Check out Motorboat, which is available on all major streaming platforms, as well as the lesser known ones. I put it out to everything because I don't wanna miss out on the money. I don't wanna miss out on the exposure. I don't want people to feel excluded just because they don't use a certain 
program or a certain platform, right? So Motorboat is available everywhere. My merchandise is available as well. We got the Lexi hashtag winner hats. We got the hashtag winner hashtag keeper wristbands in every color of the rainbow. I have it in red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, pink, white, and black. I've got Lexi burn lighters with built-in bottle opener. And I've got Lexi posters, which those of you, well, I'll just turn the camera, there you go. I got these artist Lexi posters. And then we got the sexy Lexi posters over there. So yeah, anyone who's watching on YouTube, artist Lexi, sexy Lexi. Those are available on my website. So make sure you go to LexiATL.com, L-E-X-C-A-T-L.com to purchase those things. And I actually do need to, I need to update the shipping on those so that it's not like crazy prices, you know? But check out my website for that. I also wanna give a shout out to L. Cardi who opened up a club and hookah lounge. It's called I Hookah, located at 2852 Delk Road, Suite 212 in Marietta, Georgia, zip code 30067. You can book his lounge for birthdays, brunches, listening parties, game nights, etc. Email ihookahatl at gmail.com or call 470-661-1183 for business inquiries. Again, that is ihookahatl at gmail.com, I-H-O-O-K-K-A-A-T-L at gmail.com or call 470-661-1183 for business inquiries. If you are a business and you want to, you want me to give your business a shout out, you can email me at lexisolo at gmail.com. Tell me a little bit about your business and I'll give you a shout out at the top of and the bottom of the episode. So the beginning and the end of the episode. Um, if you want pre-roll, if you want post-roll, donations are welcome. If you want mid-roll, donations are welcome. I welcome that. Just let me know. Just let me know. Okay. Um, another announcement that I have, I started back reading again and I actually finished The Pursuit of Happiness yesterday. Finally, I think I've been reading that book for maybe like legit, probably like two, three months since I found it in one of those free library boxes that are around the city of Atlanta. And very good read. I finished the book and then immediately after I watched the movie just so I could compare the two. And just wanna say that the movie is inspired by the book, but not based on the book. So I was watching the movie like, mm. there's a lot of things that the book says that the movie shows that didn't happen in the book, you know? But it was a very good read. I'm excited because now I can finally start Omarion's book, Unbothered, which if y'all tuned in last week, then y'all know that I drove all the way to Alabama to go to his book signing for his book, Unbothered, The Power of Choosing Joy. And I got a picture with him and I got the book signed and he called me gorgeous. And he said, I got great energy. And he took a purple hashtag winner, hashtag keeper wristband. It looks like this. I hope he doesn't lose it. And I legitimately hope that he wears it. And I hope that he looks on the inside of the bracelet and sees that it says Lexi at Lexi ATL. I just, you know, so many hopes, so many hopes there, but yeah, it's been great. So anyway, all of that to say that my Lexi quotes page is currently active because I've kind of figured out how I want to approach it. And I, I can only really keep it active when I'm reading books. It stayed inactive for such a long time because I wasn't reading books 
or when I was reading books, it was this big, this big anatomy and sports science book because I was tr uh, training to be a certified personal trainer through the ISSA and a certified nutritionist through the ISSA. So for like literally five months, those were the only books I was reading. <laughs> and that first textbook was like well over 400 pages. So yeah, I didn't really feel like reading after that, but I'm finally back to being able to read for my leisure. And that feels really good because reading is something that I actually do enjoy. So I have the Lexi Quotes page, L-E-X-C-Q-U-O-T-E-S, Lexi Quotes on Instagram. Um, currently it's, it's active on Instagram and Facebook. I do have a Twitter page for it. I just don't have that linked so that it'll automatically post to Twitter as well. So I'll work on that. Um, I might even get back into the auto posting programs that I used to do because uh, yeah, it's just easier for me to keep up that way by having like those different tools to help me. I just stopped paying for it because it is better to have the content be more fresh and I'm just not that good right now. I'm not good yet at planning out a whole month's worth of content in a cohesive way that looks good on my timeline, you know? So, um, and also budgets. <laughs> Studio been real slow, but uh, I've been scary calm about the whole thing. Like I haven't really been getting booked as much as I want to. Um, that's because I, I fell out. I don't know if for good, but I definitely fell out with one of my most consistent clients. Um, so that's kind of been hurting me, but it's also just been a really slow season. So I should be freaking out, but at this point I'm just like, whatever. What's up Maurice? Hope all is well, Lexi. Yes, I hope all is well for you too. I'm reading a book right now called The Purple Cow. It's a marketing book. Ooh, I like that. Mm. So yeah, well Lexi quotes, right? Um, Cause I don't think I ever finished talking about it because I got into a little tangent. I need to be careful of that. That's something I need to work on. But yeah, Lexi Quotes is active. I just finished reading Pursuit of Happiness. The next book is gonna be Unbothered. And the content that I've decided to put out for that, I have decided that I will be recording each chapter as I read it and putting it out on YouTube and putting it out on a streaming platform like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and a few other places, Google Podcasts, and I think Amazon has one as well. And then there are like three or four lesser, um, ones that I'm like less familiar with. So the plan is, what I have decided to do is read each chapter as an audiobook, and then maybe include like a short five, 10 minute discussion after that and post those maybe once, one to three times per week, ideally. It just depends, or maybe it'll just be weekly. I don't know yet. It depends how much editing I'm willing to do. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then when I'm done with the book, I will do an overall book review of it. And that'll help me to create content for this Lexi Quotes page. So really excited about it. If you like reading, but you find that you don't necessarily have the time to do it, then tune in. Um, it is gonna be mostly geared towards music. So like I bought Omarion's book because I'm a fan of Omarion. Uh, Mariah Carey has a book. Tina Turner just released a book. And Jennifer Lewis just released a new book. So I'm just like, huh. I could honestly finish a book in three or four days if I really made myself sit down and do it. 
Um, but I don't want to rush, you know, I just want to be able to take it in. But anyway, if you are interested in like you like books and you, you know, you want to have more books under your belt, but you maybe don't have the time, check out Lexi Quotes. You know, you can subscribe to it on YouTube. You could also find it on, it's going to be Spotify and Apple Podcasts and then other, other uh, platforms as I get around to it. But yeah, so check that out. I'll be very grateful. But now that's all I got for Lex Check. So let's get into the topic for Lex Chat this week. And the topic is uncomfortable truths. Now these uncomfortable truths are mainly geared towards, mainly geared towards music industry, but also just uncomfortable truths that I've been learning in life. So uncomfortable truths if you like to poke the bear the same way that i do then make sure you stay tuned for this chat Alrighty, so let's get into this chat. Uncomfortable truths. As always, you know, I am inspired by true life events and anything that is going on with me in real life, everything is up for use as far as inspiration. So nothing is really off limits. What is limited is what I choose to present, what I choose to talk about, and then how much of the backstory I choose to give. So this particular episode, it comes from a little bit of heartbreak and it comes from disappointment and sadness as a result of that heartbreak. So what had happened was I got a call from a family member and he's he's very much dedicated to his spiritual and religious journey and he's also you know wants my other family member my niece to be on the straight and narrow path um with who she is becoming how she is developing and what she is taking in as far as content and influences around her so had a conversation And he let me know, like, you know, I love you and I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but I can't let her take in some of your content because I can't let her take in your content anymore or listen to your music anymore because the stuff that you're talking about in your songs, it's not suitable for her. It's not good. It's not how I want her to be raised. It's not what I want her to be exposed to. And that... Although it hurt my feelings in the moment, you know, I was very calm about it and very much like understanding because I'm the same way. Right. Um, This reminds me of a a friend of mine who is on Instagram as well. And he put out a post that was like, congratulations, if I still follow you, that means I value what you post. This is not verbatim, but basically saying that I unfollowed a lot of you. If you see that I unfollowed you, I apologize. It's just that I have to be more conscious of what I feed myself and what I consume. And I respect that because you know what? I'm the same way. 
I am very much, or at least I try to be very much guarded on what I consume. And I try to be guarded on what I expose myself to and what I allow to be in my space and what I allow to enter my mind. So yeah, I, I, I respect his decision from that standpoint, but from an artist standpoint and what I told him, actually, let me back up a little bit. What I told him was that I understand I don't get much support from my family anyway. So it's, it's unfortunate, but it's cool that she can no longer listen to my stuff. Right. And I didn't cry or anything on the phone, but once we got off the phone, I started thinking about it and I was like, dang, there goes another one. You know, like my, my brothers have been the biggest supporters in my family out of everybody. My brothers have been my biggest and loudest supporters. They've been real quiet, but, but as far as like the actions behind how they're showing the support, my brothers have shown the, like that particular brother, he's come out to see me perform and do shows in Atlanta. Um, another brother of mine, he came all the way from Texas to see me perform. Um, and he is currently an active member on Patreon and has been an active member on Patreon for over a year now. And, um, my other brother, he actually tried to get me into the studio, like a real studio back in seventh grade. It just didn't happen because my, my dad didn't want me to be in the studio. So yeah, of, of my entire family, my brothers have been my biggest supporters when it comes to this music thing. So to hear him say that, you know, like he can't listen to the music anymore and he won't allow her to listen anymore. It's just like, ah, man, you were on my side, <laughs> you know, I thought you believed in me, but it, it doesn't take away that they believe in me and want to support me. It just, you know, they may not be the ones to be doing it or him in particular. Uh, don't feel bad. My nieces can't listen to my music either or nephews as well. An uncomfortable truth is people are secretly envious of others. Mm. Uh, I know I'm envious of others, but I'm not so secret about it. <laughs> I very much let it be known. And I will tell those people to their face, like, yo, I'm jealous of what you got. And it's interesting that that's coming from you because shoot, I'm jealous of the artists we work with last year. It's taken me a little while to be like, you know, um, focus on what is coming for me. And although I'm very happy from her, for her, two things can be true at once, right? I'm happy for her, but I'm also jealous that she's getting the things that I want for myself, <laughs> you know? So hell yeah, I want that for myself. But also, you know, when it's gonna be my time, it's gonna be my time. And that is an uncomfortable yet annoying truth that I have had to come to terms with. I don't know my timing and I don't know how it's gonna happen for me. Yet here I sit in the middle of either helping these people come up or being in the midst of these people who are coming up and I feel like I'm being passed over each time, you know? It's a very strange place to be and a very annoying place because it keeps my heart heavy and it gives me an unexplainable feeling of anxiety that just looms all the time, you know? people ahead of you, should I say. 
Yeah. But what, so Quinn, what do you, what comes to mind when you say that? An uncomfortable truth is people are secretly envious of others or people ahead of you aren't, should I say. People are secretly envious of those who are ahead of you. What comes to mind? Yeah. But also she will sneak and listen to her auntie. She probably will sneak and listen. She probably will sneak and listen to it. And um, so yo Lex, let's record if you down. My blood pressure went up on last night. Oh dang, I'm sorry to hear that. If she wasn't a nice person, I'd understand, but she's inspiring and works hard. Yeah, she does work very hard and I definitely respect that. It's not, and because she's a nice person, that's, you know, what obviously makes, that's what obviously makes it easier to be happy for her. Uh, in that particular situation, and I got to do a better job of calling people. We need to have a conversation. I need to talk to you and see how you're doing. But for that particular situation, some of the team around has not been the nicest. So that makes things difficult. But anyway, so another uncomfortable truth, right? Quinn says, they want you doing good, but not as good as them. They want you doing good, but not better than them. Very hard pill to swallow. That is another uncomfortable truth. Yes. There's something about, and this is a really hard truth because it's like I said, right? Being so close to success and watching everybody succeed ahead of me and sitting there wondering like, ah, when is it gonna be my time, you know? I hate sounding like that kind of person, but that's really how it feels a lot of time. Um, it was real bad last year, but that was also because of all the BS that I was going through behind the scenes. But they want you to do good, just not better than them. We, there's that jealousy that creeps up when you see people succeeding ahead of you. And whether you had a hand in it or you just watching from the sidelines, for some reason, even if you don't want to be a jealous person, that spirit of jealousy comes up and tries to knock you out. I know I had a lot of negative voices coming in my own head, coming from within myself as well as outside of myself. I had a lot of negative voices coming around, which was weird. Thoughts that I never had before were popping up and insecurities were being told insecurities were being experienced insecurities that I never experienced before which is very strange for me another uncomfortable truth right oh wait a minute we got some stuff coming in don't even know what's going on but definitely agree that no one seems to want to see anyone else win literally having to find new clients because my old ones have turned to haters because I'm doing better Ooh, I kind of experienced this too. Okay, so for me though, a client of mine, we had a listening party and I've been involved, well, an ex-client, I should say. Um, worked for a long time, working on the sound, getting a bunch of good, good ass, let me not curse, getting a bunch of good songs together and we get to the point where we have a listening party because we're trying to decide 
which songs to put out onto a project, right? So I come to this event, I'm in representative artist mode. I look very different from the studio compared to when I'm going out and doing events, right? So even right now, I'm bummy right now, okay? This is me in my natural state. But when I go out, I put on my lashes, I put on my makeup, my hair is done. I work out regularly so my body is nice. So whatever outfit I put on, outfit banging, body banging, I usually got the legs showing. It's just a whole package that I'm presenting, right? Get to this listening event and I'm also, God, why? Get to this listening event and I am also, let me know if y'all can hear me. God damn, I hate when this phone rings. I have it on do not disturb. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Let me know if y'all can hear me because of y'all can hear me. Okay. Oh child, I get so irritated. I put this phone on do not disturb. Why are phone calls coming through and it's the stupid studio with the rich gate coming like, ugh. Anyway, so we have a listening party and I come in, I'm dressed up. I am presenting myself. I am an artist, right? Artist mode, I look good. Got the legs out, hair done, makeup done. And I'm also featured on like four or five of the tracks that we play that night. Cause you know, I'm an artist too. Um, I'm working the room, I'm talking to everybody. I'm getting contact numbers. This person gets mad at me because I'm getting numbers and I'm working the room and upset, like feeling like I'm cutting ahead of them because I'm networking with the people at the place. Uh, I guess he would also be upset because a lot, no, I'm not gonna tell that part. I'm not gonna say that part out loud. Nope. We're just gonna keep keep it to what, <laughs> to what we know. But long story short, he was very upset and felt like I was trying to cut ahead of him at a listening party though, in my mind, this is a networking event and mixed by black. I've told you this before, you know about this situation, but in my mind, it's a networking event. We're all supposed to be networking and getting contact information. I can't help that you stood in front of the speakers the entire time and didn't introduce yourself to the room the way that I was working in the room. I can't help that. So artist was very upset with me because I was getting contact information, even though the contact information I was getting would also help him because whatever contacts I got, those are the contacts you missed. Now we could have been tag team in the room, but he wasn't working the room. I was, and I stood out because of how I was working the room and because of how I looked and how I dressed and the fact that I was also featured on the songs that were there. So, they definitely don't want you networking. A bunch of promoters hate that I work directly with the artists they book now. Why? Why do they hate that? Shake my head. Some people get it, some don't. Yeah. Like if and if I'm on your team, yes, I'm going to be I may be jealous because it may like you may be progressing quicker than me or further than me. But if I tell you I'm on your team and I make a promise to you to help you get to success, Two things can be true. I can be jealous of you, but also help you. Now there, cause there are different kind of people, right? People who are jealous of you and try to sabotage your success. People who are jealous of you 
but that jealousy is more so an inspiration and they keep trying to push you to get you through, you know? If you are closer to the goal, why would I not alley-oop to you? If you're closer to the goal, why would I not pass you the ball? You have the best chance of scoring. So if I say I'm on your team and I make a promise to help you, I almost cursed, F my feelings. You know what I'm saying? It, my feelings, I will never let my feelings get in the way of helping you to get to the next level. And I pray and hope that when you get to the next level, you'll reach back and come for me. But I can't, I won't be, I will try not to be so upset if it's not possible for you to come back and get me because at least I was a part of your success and I could help you get through. I just hope you don't forget. Just don't forget, okay? <laughs> just don't forget. And if you can reach back and help me and bring me along, please do. Please, please, please do. So it, it's really irritating, you know, the, the crab in the barrel mentality or this belief that there's not enough for everybody. There is, there's so much prosperity out there for everybody, but people be so afraid of having their little prosperity taken away that they want to wreck it for everybody else as well, you know? What there was something up here. Um, uncomfortable truth, nobody cares, work harder is a mentality for so many people. Ooh, nobody cares, work harder. Yeah, we're gonna get into that. Okay, because I come in with chains now and daily drive a Maserati. Oh, go you driving a Maserati, but I don't even post it like that. And that came from money I made outside the club anyway. Mm. This is a hate game. They don't wanna see you win. You have to focus on you to win and find ways to win. Yeah, I like what y'all are saying. I wanna move into what Quinn said. Uncomfortable truth. I haven't even gotten to my list. Well, yeah, I haven't even gotten to my list. Uncomfortable truth. Nobody cares. Work harder is a mentality for so many people. I'm going to couple that with what I have on my list here. And what I have on my list here is basically. Okay, so there are a few things. I didn't even put this in a particular order, but I want to get into shady people and I want to get into people using you and people cheating you out of money, right? So what I wrote here was everyone in the industry wants to use you and you will be used, okay? That is the uncomfortable truth. So how are we gonna navigate this? You have to decide who you're going to allow to use you and how much you are going to allow these people to use you and how long you're going to allow these people to use you and make sure that it is a calculated decision who you let use you, how long you let you them use you and how you let them use you, okay? It has to be a calculated decision because everyone, everyone, everybody wants to get on and, um, even, even what I said earlier about, you know, me being on the team, essentially your me helping you to prepare to propel your success. That's me using you to build up my name. Right. And you might be using my talents and my skills to elevate your sound, to elevate your songs, to elevate your overall music, your overall catalog. Right. So everyone is going, everyone, this is a, a users and opportunists playground okay everyone is using somebody everybody's using each other you just got to figure out 
how can you be equally beneficial to one another? And this one is not so bad if you are dealing with good people, but it is extremely hard to find good people. I struggle with this very often too, right? I, I don't like it when people say, oh, they're, they're a good person. They just did bad things. How many bad things do you have to do before I start to consider you a bad person? You know, um, I can get with good people make mistakes, but once you know people, or once you learn people and you start doing the same kind of BS to them, I'm going to start thinking you're a bad person. you right. Um, Quinn hit it on the head hundred percent though, on the attitude of these people. Yeah, you're right. So in keeping with what Quinn said, right? Nobody cares, work harder. So even if you feel jaded, even if you feel like you've been used, you've been cheated out of money, people got more out of you than you got out of them. Nobody cares because they used you for what they needed you for. And here is another, here's another hard truth, right? They used you for what they needed you for, and then they got the hell up out of there. How do I strike through these? Cause I wanna, hold on, let me look for a tool real quick. I want the strike through. How do I strike through this text? Command shift X. Okay, shift command X. Okay, so once people get what they want from you, a lot of them are going to suddenly lose contact with you. They're going to move on to the next person who can give them what they want. They're going to stop calling you sis. They're going to stop calling you bro. They're going to stop calling you fam. They're going to stop calling you as often. They'll stop calling you period. Okay. Once they have what they need from you, we ain't family no more. They move on. And I really hate how people throw around family and bro and sis people especially will do that in the industry. And I definitely experienced that. Um, when they were done using me, I didn't get phone calls. I stopped getting invited to places. I, <laughs> it was really, really hard to get paid for the work that I did. And I was put into weird situations where basically, you know, if you don't do this, you're not going to get paid. <laughs> so, you know, it was, uh, y'all, it was just tough. But once people are done using you, they will disappear. The bad ones, anyway, the shady ones, the assholes, try to keep this clean. They will disappear on you and they will go find the next person who can give them what they're looking for. So that is another uncomfortable truth. Okay. Um, let's see. I think, uh, let's see. Let me try to go through my list and y'all keep adding on some uncomfortable truths. Okay. My next uncomfortable truth, everybody can't come with you and the people you especially want to come with you are usually going to be the first ones to fall off. That is an uncomfortable truth that I wish I could have gotten more comfortable with earlier on. And the other uncomfortable truth that I wish I got comfortable with early on, Mr. Capricorn says, damn, you fine. Thank you. 
This is also a filter. If you want to see my true skin, you got to watch this on YouTube, okay? But uh, the other uncomfortable truth that kind of goes along with that is your friends and family will typically be the last people to support you. They will be the last ones to support you. You need to get this through your head as soon as you possibly can. As soon as you possibly can. It didn't go clean over my head that you wanna record. I'm currently recording a podcast right now, so I did not. It didn't go over my head. It's just, we're recording a podcast right now. So I can't record until I'm done with this. I'm trying not to snap, but it's like, we are clearly doing Lex chat, sir. These days, <laughs> and uh, anyway, this is another one that, that Mixed by Black actually sent in and saying that another uncomfortable truth is you're probably gonna have to become something that you don't wanna become in order to get ahead or to you know, just to get ahead or to gain some sort of success, right? So yeah, if I could get it through my head sooner that family and friends, you cannot depend on them to support you, then I would save myself a lot of agony and a lot of wasted time crying over the fact that the people I want to support me the most are not gonna be the ones. The people who support me the most these days and right now are people that I've met in the past, I'll say the past nine years, or people that I've literally met a few months ago. Strangers, people who don't know me over Instagram, who we've never met, who support me way more <laughs> and show up way more than a lot of my friends, than any of my friends and family actually, yeah. So the way that I had to help get that through my head, right? The way that I had to get that through my head is using the analogy of if I was a regular degular storefront business, if I was a regular storefront business, I could not possibly depend on my family to be the only people who bought from my store. I would go out of business. So I have to be okay with them not being the only one supporting and I have to do my part to figure out who will come and support, who will come to buy from me, you know? Just because they family doesn't mean they care to support. And that's another hard truth too. Just because they're family doesn't mean that they will even care to support you. They may not even care to support you. And family be the first one to say, I always believed in you after you get on. You are so right, Amon. <laughs> they be the first one. Oh, I always believed in you, you know? And um, I try I try to keep my feelings in check when it comes to this particular uncomfortable truth because I also understand that everybody has a life and everybody has things that they're working towards. But what irritates me, right, especially when it's come to certain friends, is that I will literally drop what I'm doing to help people or I will literally give up extra money that I was saving for myself for something, for some rainy day to help people. And then when I, but when I turned around and asked for favors from these same people, I couldn't get that same support in return. I couldn't get that same energy in return. Now I'm not saying that I'm gonna ask you frequently to just drop everything you're doing to come help me, come support me. No, 
but can I get one or two times to be able to mess up and say, hey, I need you right now because I've been there four or five times, dropped everything. I had stuff I had to do. I had money that I didn't want to spend, but I dropped everything to be there for people who turn around and say, I can't even give you a ride somewhere. Like one, one incident in particular that really sticks with me, I lived down the street from this person. They told me they couldn't give me a ride to the mechanic to pick up my car because they had stuff to do. And I was like, yo, that's when that friendship started changing for me. And I started sitting back more and observing more. Like, is this person really a supporter? Is, are they, is this an equal friendship or am I doing too much? I'm doing too much. Let me fall back a little bit. So that's another uncomfortable truth that we all need to get comfortable with as soon as we possibly can. Don't look to your friends and family for support because they're not going to be the main supporters. You know, do not look to them for support because they're not going to be the main ones. What's another uncomfortable truth here? Oh, so I kind of already talked about it, but stop dropping what you're doing for other people. Be selfish. And that's that's part of what Black was saying, you know? You're going to you you're probably going to have to either become who you didn't want to become or develop certain traits that seemingly go against the person you say you want to be or the person you are, right? And one of those traits that I, I don't want to develop is being selfish. But unfortunately, you do have to, you, you, so you can be a giving person, you could be a generous person, but I think it would be easier or better to say, you have to be more judgy and have better discernment with who you decide to be selfless with. And that'll save you a lot of heartache. You can, you know, test the waters by giving out some of that energy, but then observe, are you getting the equal, an equal amount of energy back? Or if you, if they can always call on you, can you call on them to support you back? And if the answer is no, then you need to know where you stand. You figured out where you stand with these people and you can move accordingly. You can fall back accordingly, right? Um, that's God showing you their true colors. Mm. I had a fight with my mom when I got my Nickelodeon credit. LOL, get excited or something. And they just don't know, they don't know how to react. Like for me, I'm literally the only person in my family who does music and who has ever pursued a career in entertainment. So it's really hard, I imagine, for anyone in my family to relate to me or even know what kind of questions to ask me or even know how to be happy for me or what to congratulate me on because they have no idea what I do. But they've also like, like Kayla said, like Peacock said, they probably don't even care to support. You know, everybody got their own lives, but part of relationships is taking interest in what the people you care about are interested in. But that's another conversation. Um, you cannot serve others without making sure they aren't draining you. Yes, you cannot serve others without making sure they aren't draining you. I agree with that. It's hard to be selfless without emotion. I'm saying you can be selfless, just you gotta be 
picky about who you are selfless for. That's all it is. So you could definitely be selfless. Just we got to be judgy. You know, sometimes it gets on my nerves when Christians be like, oh, you can't only God can judge. No, I can judge, too. If I got God energy, I can be a judge as well. It's not on the level of God, but I'm going to judge as well. And ain't nobody going to make me feel bad about judging. No siree, Bob. You're not going to make me feel bad. So let's see. We talked about this one. I'm checking things off of my list as we go. So, okay. The inspiration for this whole episode, right? For those who just came in, um, the inspiration was that my niece is not allowed to listen to my music because it's not appropriate for her to listen to, right? So another uncomfortable truth that I just realized, like after I got off the phone and had that conversation was, and this also keeps in like the people you want to bring with you are probably especially gonna be the first ones to fall off. So as I get into, as I become more confident and as I become the kind of artist I wanna become, as I become more, like I care less about what people think. For me, that looks like stepping into the rap arena. That looks like my raps being more ratchet. That looks like posting what I wanna post. That looks like coming up with a sexy Lexi after hours show. That looks like talking about sex and explicit things on the after hours. That looks like talking smack, talking crap in my rap songs. It, it looks like me being more sexual, more openly sexual. And unfortunately, a consequence of that is some family, they're going to take a step back from supporting me at the same time that I am coming into my most powerful self. And whoo, that was powerful. That was powerful. Oh my God. But um, <laughs> I gotta get myself snaps on that. But an uncomfortable truth that I just realized after that phone call the other day was as I step into my best self, people are going to fall off and stop supporting me because they are not gonna like what that looks like. And I'll be very honest, I got, I, I'm always honest. Let me stop saying it. I'm always honest. I'm always gonna tell the truth. <sighs> Omarion told me to do that too. Always stand on the truth. But it hurt my feelings. I was very emotional. I was very emotional. It's like, dang, as soon as I get my confidence, now I'm being told that, hey, I can't support you anymore in this new route that you're taking. It's not a new route. It's the next level, you know? And it's just like, dang. So you mean to tell me that as I become a better version of myself, I'm going to lose people because I'm becoming more confident. I'm becoming more outspoken. I'm standing up for myself more. I'm talking about what I want to talk about. And I'm unapologetic about who I am. You mean to tell me that that's going to turn off my family too? Like, dang, that one hurt. And like I said, my brothers, are, they have been my biggest supporters out of everybody in my family. My brothers have been my biggest and my loudest supporters. 
even if they've been quiet, they've been my best supporters. So to hear that from one of my brothers, it's just like, yo, it, it hurt my heart. It did hurt my heart. No disrespect, Lex. Uncomfortable truth, Lexi is looked over as an artist. Uncomfortable truth, Lexi is looked over as an artist and engineer, but honestly, she's more skilled than a lot of people. And I learned family will not be there. Not at first. Not at first. It's called growing up. You have to be you at all times as an artist. And what's crazy is my more confident self it's me and it's Lexi. Lexi is me. See, what I'm fighting against, and this is gonna get into another uncomfortable truth, right? Um, this uncomfortable truth was also submitted by Child MC. Um, it's not about talent, right? It's not about talent. It's about money and it's about who you know. And this is a very expensive industry, <laughs> but it's not about talent. So what I'm fighting, what I'm constantly fighting against, right? Is everybody I come into contact with telling me that I gotta play this stupid game. You gotta play the game, you gotta play the game. Everyone's telling me I gotta play the game when all I wanna do is be myself. And all I want to do is do right by people. And all I want to do is do this. I just want to do music. I just want to sing. I just want to write. I just want to engineer. I want to help other people become better, right? So for me, there is no separation between Aldith and Lexi. They are the same. They're just different sides of me, different aspects of me. We're all complicated human beings. We're not in one box, you know, but everybody wants you to be in a box and everybody wants you to play some game and everybody wants you to have an alter ego as if you can't be all of these things wrapped up in one. So thank you, big Lou, big Lieutenant. Thank you for saying that Lexi is overlooked as an artist and engineer, but honestly has more skill. That's another uncomfortable truth. People who are better than you, let me read this. People who are, people who are not as good as you, people who are not as good as you will move quicker than you because of who they know or because of how much money they have. The way that you can combat that is to develop your relationships too. But the an uncomfortable truth, especially in the entertainment industry, people who are not as good as you, who don't even care to develop their craft as much as you do, they will seem to they will move quicker and have more connections and make it further because of who they know and because of how much more money they have. And that is an annoying truth. That is annoying to know, but that is another uncomfortable truth. So all we can really do in the meantime is develop our relationships. That's all we can really do in the meantime. But I, I constantly find myself fighting against people who want me to be something that I'm not, just to get on, just to make more money, just to advance. And 
as a little side note, a little aside, a small tangent, I truly believe I am not getting as far as other people because I'm not screwing to the top. Do you know how many people I've come across who could possibly, who could put me in better positions, who are attached to major players in the industry that have told me they look at me a certain way. It's that look, it's that what you trying to do, you know? It's that what you trying to do. You know, you cute, your music cool. Maybe if we just do your body or, you know, fix your teeth or get you some veneers, you know, we could see, we could see what we could do. You know, there are other things, of course, that I know I could. So like, I know this, right? So I run into these people and they tell me some BS like that. So I run the other way. That's not my tribe. That's not my people. And I go and I try to figure out, okay, I can't use them. So what do they know that I don't, that I need to try to become stronger in so that I don't need them for this? You know, for those of you who are watching live, we got a two minute warning on Instagram. Come right back for more uncomfortable truth, okay? Let's get back into it with these uncomfortable truths. <sighs> Those in powerful positions need to learn to not abuse it. And you know what? Every move is for personal gain. I think we all need to do a better job of keeping ourselves in check because I've been in positions where I see why people take advantage of certain things. And I have thought about taking advantage of people in certain situations, but because of who I say I wanna be, I move with a moral compass. <laughs> but unfortunately, it is really freaking hard to find other people who operate from a moral compass, who operate from integrity. It has been really hard to find solid people. Um, and I also get a lot of flack for saying that ideally I would like to do business with someone who I also like personally. That's a tough one for me. Um, a lot of people tell me that, you know, I don't need to like somebody personally to do business with them. But for me, if you can cheat, like if you can cheat on your wife in your personal life, how am I to believe that you won't cheat me in business? You know what I mean? I got that kind of mentality, but that's another conversation. That's just me. No, tell me lie. Listen, if you want to be lied to, this ain't the podcast for you. This is not the the podcast for you if you want to be lied to. I don't do that. Don't do that. I don't do that. Um, official Mr. Flat Shoals said dark secrets behind the industry. There are plenty of dark secrets behind the industry, you know? Um, I got three more truths I want to get through. Um, so, okay. Finding these solid people to work with, right? Another uncomfortable truth in life in general, but also in music, especially in music, right? Making friends gets harder 
as you get older. Keeping friends becomes more challenging as you get older. It's possible, but it's more challenging. Making friends in the industry is very difficult or impossible because you will only be as valued as your relevance. Okay. I want to read that one more time because I feel like that is very powerful. Okay. So in life in general, but especially when it comes to this industry, making friends gets harder as you get older. Keeping friends is possible, but it becomes more challenging as you get older. Making friends in the industry is difficult or impossible because you will only be as valued as your relevance. Just like I said earlier, when you first, when you first start working with people, cause I experienced this, when you first start working with people and they want to be on your good side and they need something from you, it's, hey sis, how you doing? Hey bro, how are you? Hey fam, what you got going on? They call you all the time, they act concerned, they check on you, and then as soon as they get what they want, they disappear, or they stop answering your calls, or they unfollow you, or they stop checking on you, they stop inviting you to things. Things that you helped them to get on at, you know? So, you will only be as valuable as your relevance. That's another uncomfortable truth. Another uncomfortable truth. This will be the last one, cause this, I had another one that said, if you are the only one in your family or friend group who does music, you won't be able to relate to anyone you grew up around. You'll always feel like an outcast, so you have to find people who are also pursuing a career in your field, who are also pursuing a career in this case, in music, right? Huh. But that goes along with the, you cannot expect your family to be your main supporters. Don't expect them to be, they are not, they are not. I only have two friends in this industry and one of them has passed. Shake my head. Ugh. Yeah, I know who that is. Touch new money every day. And um, I want, I hope I'm one of them people too. I know I'm not as far along. <clears throat> I know I'm not as far along yet in the industry as we're all striving to be. You're actually more far along than me, Black, because you have way more credits. Um, we're also kind of attacking this from different angles and different paths too, right? But I would hope that you think of me as a friend in the industry as well. Not just a friend in real life, but in the industry. And I would hope Greg Keys feels that way. I would hope that Maurice feels that way as well. I would hope that Dan feels that way as well. Um, and if I'm not doing a good job of making you feel that way, it will be difficult to hear, but please tell me, please tell me. Because once you find good people who are genuine and will be your friends, once you find good people 
who are genuine and will be your friend. Oh God, please come back to me. It was such a good thought. It was such a good one. Please tell me if I am not being or doing something. Because once you find good people, you gotta hold on to them and we have to build each other up. Oh my gosh, where is the point I was gonna make? But anyway, right, we're just gonna take it this way because this is also true. We gotta cling on to each other and we have to be, because we are the upcoming industry. We are the upcoming gatekeepers. Once we are put into position, once we are put into position, we are gonna be powerful. And um, what I was gonna say, what I wanted to get at is going back to um, being able to like people in a business sense as well as a personal sense. Once you find people that you like them personally and you like them in a business way, hold on to those people. God damn it, hold on. Hold on, damn it, hold on. Yes, you and him. Thank you. You are my friend, Lexi. Thank you. Lexi is definitely a friend to me and super professional. Thank you. You've always gone above and beyond, industry and personally. Good. And if I'm slacking, I know I'm slacking on the phone calls and the text messages. I'm working on it. If I'm slacking, let me know. It will be a hard conversation. It will be hard for me to hear, hey, Lexi, you're not doing so hot in this area. But because I know y'all are good, genuine people, I will take that in. So, yes. All right. The last uncomfortable truth, which we're going to kind of breeze on through. The last uncomfortable truth is unless you have a steady job the entire time, you will be broke pursuing success in this industry because of the amount of time and money it takes to build relationships, clients, and skills. This is not something that you are going to see quick returns on. This is not something that you are guaranteed to see huge bucks. I'm in year nine. This is the slowest month I have ever experienced. Then again, yeah. So, okay, I've been working in studios exclusively. Like this is my main means of income. Going on like what, two years now? This is the slowest month I have ever had to date. And I am scared, but I'm also kind of chilling right now because I have this strange sense of peace. Like, you know, I don't know where, I don't know if I'm going to make my quota this month, <laughs> but somehow I know that I'll be fine. Um, it's a very interesting piece, but it's also very strange. But an uncomfortable truth that I need newer artists especially to understand is you are not going to make money out of the gate with this music stuff especially with where we are right now in this era of streaming, where you are literally paid 10% of a penny, 10 plays before you make one cent. You are not going to make money. Like this is a numbers game, it's a marketing game. And when you hear stuff like on average, it takes $250,000 to break a new artist and that's on one song. And do you know how many times 
Do you know how much money and how much time you will spend recording multiple songs before you get to that one that you decide to put all your money behind? This is not an industry to think that you're going to make big bucks out the gate. Facts. I think a better truth is the good times will not last forever. Um, I wouldn't word it that way. I would not word it that way. Um, what I will say in response to that is when you are having your good times, when you are having your great times, you need to prepare for when things are going to be slow. But I'm more so speaking on people who think that this is so fun and it looks easy and they don't realize how much work goes into making music, shooting music videos, doing photo shoots, being a girl, <laughs> having to get my hair, makeup, nails, having to have that on all the time because I will be judged when I step out of the house if I don't look a certain way. No matter how talented I am, it's about the music videos, the photo shoots, the outfits, the hair, the makeup, the nails. What am I driving? What am I putting on? Who am I around? Who am I dating? You know, all of that comes at a price. And to maintain all of that is extremely expensive. And then to sign up for the registration to be a part of the, of the platforms that will pay you out to keep track of your money, that becomes expensive. Before you ever see a dime, before you ever see a penny, there's so much upfront investment that has to be put into place and systems that have to be put into place. Like man, as creatives, we have to constantly evaluate ourselves. What am I doing well this week? What do I suck at this week? These are weekly, sometimes daily evaluations for myself. I love that. I love that. I've kind of, I've kind of been getting on what you on. Um, I'm, a, I'm the kind of person I like to keep notebooks. Um, and lately I've been enjoying simple things like being on my porch, laying out in my chair, reading or typing on my computer, just being outside and out of this artificial building because I'm always behind a damn computer screen or a phone screen or a camera screen and it depresses me. But being able to take a step back and get out into a different environment and give myself quiet time to think about stuff. And then when you give yourself that time to think about stuff, you write it down, you think about, okay. And it's hard, it is very hard to do because it's hard to point the finger at yourself and be like, okay, how do I suck today? <laughs> you should maybe do, give yourself a compliment sandwich. You know, I woke up early today and I didn't lounge in the bed for an hour and a half, scrolling through my phone like I usually do. I did great today. What I could work on is as soon as my alarm clock goes off, get up, make the bed and go be active. But you know what? I did good by getting up earlier than I usually do. That's a little compliment sandwich. Compliment, negative compliment. The bad thing is sandwiched in between, right? Momentum will die and you'll feel like you're back at square one. I'm dealing with this right now. Yes. Um, 
sometimes, no matter how well you prepare, things happen. That's another uncomfortable truth. But an uncomfortable truth is yes, you will be broke for a very long time before you see your huge payout. Even when you see your huge payout, you cannot be comfortable because you'll have to, you may have to use that surplus to carry you through a dark time, to carry you through a drought. And that is an uncomfortable truth, another uncomfortable truth. So yeah, um, this Lex chat turned out to be a bit longer than we usually do. I try to keep it at a tight hour because Instagram, I like to have the live interaction of Instagram. I'm actually thinking about moving the live interaction to YouTube. If you have, <clears throat> excuse me, oh my gosh. If you have a Gmail, then this will be an easy transition, but it's just about me advertising to people that I'm gonna be on YouTube that makes me worried. And I might even start going to Zoom or something where I can have people call in and I'll be able to record the audio that's coming in and have people like, have it be more of a show basically. That was a suggestion of Dunlap, thank you for that. We on the same page, cause I've been thinking about that too. I just haven't figured out um, how to make that a reality yet, but I'm working on it. So yeah, um, I do hope that this helped to expose some uncomfortable truths to help you realize that you are not alone in some of the things that you are going through. You're not alone in some of the things that you're feeling. And hopefully, even if you, hopefully there are some solutions that you grabbed from this Lex chat, right? I hope so. We pointed out the uncomfortable truths. Now, how can we like battle against these things, right? And uh, a really annoying piece of advice that is solid. It's solid advice, but it's just annoying to hear. But it is true. It's simple, but it's very true. You just gotta keep going. You gotta keep going. Allow yourself that time to sit and be upset. Allow yourself to scream, yell, cry, be mad. For me, I personally wanna try cussing somebody out one day. I think that would help me because I'm so nice all the time. But I think I need to expose my crazy because people be playing with me. I'm very angry about that. But give yourself the opportunity and the room to experience those emotions and express those emotions. Just don't dwell on it, you know? Just don't dwell on it. Feel it, go through the motions. And then at the end of it, ask yourself, okay, now what am I gonna do about it? And take baby steps, baby steps. A simple but yet harder to apply concept is accepting the things you cannot control. That is also another thing. Accepting the things you cannot control and trying to maneuver around as best you can. Simple concept, but it is very freaking difficult. I agree with you on that. So, but I hope that you know, this exposed some things. It might've been uncomfortable to expose some things, but at least you can know that you are not the only one feeling this way. At least you can know that you're not the only one going through certain things. And hopefully some solutions were revealed to you by revealing the uncomfortable truths. 
So if this conversation helped you and you are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, some podcast platform, or you are watching or listening on YouTube, please make sure you either give me a big thumbs up or subscribe or give me a rating to help this content get put in front of larger audiences and to be promoted to larger audiences. I would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate that, okay? Um, please, 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 closing remarks. I updated my Patreon system. If you like these kinds of chats and you wanna hear more of these chats and you wanna influence the things that we talk about on these Lex chats, then consider becoming a patron of mine excuse me, I also help you on these Lex chats to develop into a better artist and so many things that I can help you with if you decide to become a diamond member. I have three tiers. We have gold, platinum, and diamond. They are $5, $10, and $25 per month respectively. And some of the perks include early and exclusive access to content, priority when you submit questions or request content um, for me to talk about, bonus content, you get guaranteed featured on Lex Chat depending on which tier you sign up for, and monthly consultations, lessons, or in-person training for those who live in in Atlanta. If you don't live in Atlanta, then it's still a monthly consultation or a private lesson or something like that. It'll just be by phone or video chat, or what's the other thing? Phone or video chat? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Either by phone or video chat. So yeah, um, Patreon.com. If you want more access to me and you want some help like hashing out a personal plan to get to more success or to help with planning your career, planning out a route, patreon.com slash lexiatl.com, L-E-X-C-A-T-L, not .com. It's patreon slash lexiatl. It's just such a force of habit for me to add the .com at the end. But definitely check out my website, lexiatl.com as well for merchandise like this hashtag winner hat that I'm wearing right now, like the hashtag winner keeper wristbands, affirmations. If you are feeling low from all these uncomfortable truths, get an affirmation bracelet, hashtag winner, hashtag keeper to remind yourself, I am a winner, I am a keeper. I do got this, I can keep going, all right? That's on my website, as well as Lexi Burn Lighters, which have a built-in bottle opener, and as well as Lexi Posters, which you can see in the background here. All those things are available on my website, LexiATL.com. Shout out to El Cardi for opening up a club and hookah lounge. It's called I Hookah, located at 2852 Delk Road, Suite 212, Marietta, Georgia, 30067. You can book his lounge for birthdays, brunches, listening parties, game nights, all kind of stuff. Email iHookahATL at gmail.com or call 470-661-1183 for business inquiries. That is iHookahATL at gmail.com, I-H-O-O-K-K-A-A-T-L at gmail.com, or call 470-661-1183 for business inquiries. If you want me to give your business a shout out at the top and the bottom, maybe the middle, maybe before, maybe right after my Lex chats, then email me at LexiSolo at gmail.com, Tell me a little bit about your business and I'll give you a shout out. Donations, of course, are welcome. And honestly, depending on the size of the donation, that'll determine how many times I mention you in LexChat. This is marketing. Come on now. And uh, yeah, speaking of iHookah, um, El Cardi just let me know that 
he wants to do a listening party real soon. I'm featured on a couple songs on that project and he wants to do a listening party real soon. So I will keep y'all posted with when that's gonna be. Of course, that's in Marietta, Georgia. It's gonna be at iHookah Lounge. Of course it is. But y'all make sure y'all stay tuned to figure out when that will be so you can come out support and party with us, all right? So yeah. You can catch these live recordings of Lex Chats on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Catch the replays on Mondays at 8 a.m. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment on YouTube and anywhere that podcasts are found. Become a patron and all that good stuff. And yeah, thank y'all so much for joining me on Lex Chat this week. My name is Lexi. Until next time, peace. Oh, I almost got to do peace. Peace. Got to do it with the fingers. Spare fingers. Peace.